for some reason, I'm just getting the call to invite a unicorn. <laughs> Bring on the unicorn, right? I'm down with it. Unicorn energy just wants to come, which is so funny because mm. there's, to my knowledge, no unicorn in astrology. Nope. But whatevs. We're having a real little party. I mean, why not? We are having a real little party. Party time with Jillian and Rosalie. Party time party with time. Jillian and Rosalie. <laughs> if that doesn't make us pop stars, I don't know what will. We are ready for American Idol. <laughs> Welcome to Shit My Soul Says, a podcast about all things woo. I'm Jillian. And I'm Rosalie. And we are obsessed with anything having to do with alternative spirituality. And we want to share our obsession with you. Because woo is fun, but it's more fun with friends. I'm a reincarnation coach and energy worker. And I'm a practicing witch. So we've been around the woo block a time or two. Mm-hmm. Each episode, we will be digging into a different topic, from tarot to third eyes to energy healing. We'll share our personal experiences and offer you practical advice for your own practice. So whether you're new to all of this or queen of the pagans, that's me, (laughs) everybody is welcome. No witch card needed. This is inclusive woo. We just want to laugh with you, learn with you, and talk about some woo shit with you. So let's do that. Let's talk about Shit My Soul Says. All right, I think it's time for our weekly woo. Weekly woo. Weekly woo woo. Yes. Jillian, what is the weekly woo? I'm so glad you asked, Rosalie. The weekly woo is a time where Rosalie and I talk about some woo shit we've gotten up to this week that we've bought that's happened to us or that maybe woke us up in the middle of the night. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Am I getting a preview of what your weekly woo is? No. (laughs) That was just my (laughs) weekly woo from last time. So I just Oh, that's right. (laughs) Rosalie, what's your weekly woo? You know, it's interesting. I don't have much in the way of a weekly woo this time. And that's okay. Because what I'm going to say is that my weekly woo is that my little two year old has been asking to see my tarot cards. And so we'll sit down on the couch and I will hold the cards. He knows he's not supposed to play with them because he'll just bend them and break them. Yes. He likes to really look at them. He especially likes animal ones. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so that's just my weekly woo is sharing something sweet and profound and woo with my son. I think that's great. It's going to be wonderful to see him continue to grow up and become this woo man. <laughs> yes. Not a woman. Maybe he will. I don't know. But I like that. Woo man. Woo man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's your weekly woo? Well, my weekly woo is about cats. (gasps) Cats. Yes. This week is the anniversary of my cat, Luke, passing. Oh, Luke. Yeah, who I was extremely close with. He was a wonderful cat and he was very ill and threw up a lot and had a lot of health issues. Well, after a couple of months, after he passed away, Kylo, my current cat, was born, and I brought him home. And 
You may remember because I told you, I said, I think that Kylo is Luke reincarnated. Oh, yes. I was sure of it because he had these things that were like like the the plastic wrap around the ice cream container. Luke loved those. When I would when I would pull them <laughs> off, he would run into the kitchen and he would chew on them and he would have them around the house just chewed up. Well, Kylo, when I would get them, would run into the kitchen and then he would take it, but then he would kind of be like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny because I would see similarities like, oh, that is – you could see kind of like – what the physical body might change with the soul, how the soul might show up. Right. But Kylo was very different than Luke. So I thought, okay, well, you know, maybe that was just wishful thinking because I missed my cat. I loved Luke very much. Well, one of the things that started happening just this past couple of weeks is Kylo has started to shove his head in between the couch cushions to make himself choke. Oh my gosh! And Luke liked to choke himself. Luke liked to choke himself. It was a little weird. Luke would hang his head over the edge of a garbage can and make himself choke himself. I don't know if this is a sexual thing. I don't think so. I think it was just him like like trying to clear out his like hairballs but he didn't start doing this until he was about four and i was very alarmed at first but then then i was like oh there's luke he didn't care if other people were there he's like yep it's garbage cat time oh yeah i know i witnessed it on a number of occasions so bizarre (laughs) and so you can imagine like two weeks ago kylo is now four, <laughs> same age about that Luke was, and he's he's making these horrible noises, and he's sticking his, and he keeps doing this multiple times. He sticks his head between the couch cushions to make himself choke and cough. <laughs> so you, you have the most ridiculous cats ever. <laughs> because like, what cats do that? No cat do that it's not like no. i taught him that so now i'm like oh you are luke reincarnated i am back <laughs> on that you are him reincarnated it's all full circle it all makes sense and he, I, that's i think why kylo's also pissed at me because he's still pissed at me from what luke went through with the chemo and all of that so anyway i've got to make up my karma with my cat <laughs> my cat clearly because he he found his way back to you specifically. Yes. It was like, okay, we've got some unfinished business mm-hmm. to do. He did not wait long, right? He he came back within a couple of months. He came right on back. <laughs> I just wish he would cuddle with me like Luke would, but oh well. Well, not until you heal that karmic wound that you gave him. I guess so. Oh. Yeah, so that's my weekly woo. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to, you know, because we, we've got a whole list of topics that we want to cover. And one of them is animal communication. And I think that what we need to do is for you, you need to work on your animal communication with Luke to let him know that, no, the chemotherapy was not torture yes, on purpose. It was me because I loved you <laughs> and I wanted you to be with me for a lot longer. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's mine. You know, I've got a reincarnated cat. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's, let's move on to our topic. We are going to be talking about astrology today. Ooh, uh, astrology. <laughs> because why do we do that? Like there's ghosts in astrology. I don't know. I mean... 
Jillian, in my world, there's ghosts in everything. <laughs> I guess so. So how would you define astrology, Rosalie? Well, this is my, I am not an astrologer by any stretch of the imagination, imagination, so take it with a grain of salt definition. It is an ancient form of divination that was created a long ass time ago based on certain constellations, at least in Western astrology. Eastern astrology is different because it's like a a, a year long thing as opposed to a Anyway, Jillian, why don't you tell us tell us your <laughs> definition? <laughs> okay, I'll give it a shot. We're going to be talking specifically about Western astrology, because that's our cultural lens. We're Western, and we can't really speak too much to Chinese astrology, but it's its own topic worth diving into. But we'll be talking about Western astrology, which focuses on the constellation in the sky. The sky is cut up into 12 quadrants. And each one of those has a ruling constellation like Aries and Sagittarius, etc. You all know about astrology. You've <laughs> gotten a magazine before that had some hokey prediction for an entire month ahead in three sentences. You know what we're talking about. That's astrology. <laughs> I will also say that we're specifically going to be discussing the astrology of your natal chart. So where the stars were in the sky when you were born. Mm -hmm. Astrologers do event-based astrology and other stuff. Again, I'm not an astrologer, so I'm not an expert, but I do have fun with it. I think that's a good thing to point out. So Rosalie, you and I, we're not experts. We know a little bit. We know maybe more than the average bear. So we have some things we can say. We got a lot of questions. And some of them I was like, I have no idea. But <laughs> we do at least have some good resources that we can point people to that we will in our show notes. Okay, so we're going to dive in. First, we're going to talk about sun signs. So when we talk about astrology, when you think about astrology, and like I said, your little magazine thing, you're usually thinking about your sun sign. What is the sun sign? So the sun sign is if you took the sky and you cut it into 12 pie pieces, and each one of them, as we said earlier, is a zodiac, it's a constellation, is ruled that particular area. It's the area that your the sun was in when you were born. And the sun travels through those about a month at a time. That's why Virgos are between August and September, mm -hmm. etc. Aries are March through April, because that's when the sun is in that quadrant of the sky. That's your sun sign. And that's what people usually think when I'm a Scorpio or I'm a this. It's that's your sun sign. But there's a whole lot more to who you are than just that one thing. And we're going to talk yeah. about that. But let's talk about that first. So yeah, then there's the rising sign, which is a, is also considered by many astrologers and people who are into astrology to be as important, if not more important than your sun sign. Mm -hmm. And that is what sign the horizon was in when you were born. Yes. So this one, this is the one that's important to know your time of birth in order to know your rising sign. And it really colors your entire life and who mm -hmm. you are. Um, so yeah, your sun and your rising. And the third one that's also really important is the moon. And it's where same idea where the moon was at, at your time of birth. So those are the those are your three power players usually is your sun, your moon and your rising. That's right. We're not going to get into all of the other planets and houses and conjunctions 
and whatever else there is in astrology. We're just going to focus today primarily on your sun and your rising. Yes, there's that's the thing too, is that there is a lot more shit in your chart. And and like I said, we've got some great resources for you to learn about. And it's fascinating to dig into. And it is like, it is so freaking complicated. The more I learn about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, because you got to like, right? this planet is at this angle from this planet. And this means this and it's in this house. And that means that and da da da. So when everybody says like astrology is bullshit, that's because you're just talking about your son and there's like a gajillion other things to look at when you're looking at the entire scope of astrology and it is like fucking overwhelming yeah it is intense like whoever designed astrology like western astrological charts they were super nerdy they were bored there was no netflix (laughs) so they're like they only had the stars to look at so they're like okay yeah this planet's looking at that one over there looking at i'm i can see you I'm going to go ahead and influence what's going on with you over there. All I can say is there's a lot of astrologers out there that will interpret this shit for you. Yes. So we're going to keep it simple <laughs> yes. in, this, in this episode. That's right. Everybody thinks about the su- their sun sign when they think about what is your sign. Yeah. But Jillian, what does it actually mean? Like what aspect of your personality does your sun sign have influence over? I'm not necessarily going to have the perfect answer for this, but my story about what the sign sign is, is it's kind of like your primary personality type. Sure. I read in a book recently, and I will get the title of the book for our show notes, that the sun sign is your purpose. Really? Yeah. And your rising sign is how you get there. Okay. It's interesting because I've also heard that your rising sign is like how you show up in the world. (laughs) (laughs) I've also heard, and this is interesting, like your rising sign is maybe how you'll show up at first and then your sun sign will be how, once you're comfortable, how you show up. There's so many different definitions of what they are, which is confusing to me for sure. It's fantastic. (laughs) <laughs> I I would say I've also heard that if your personality is a is a portrait mm-hmm. that your sun sign is the shape of your body and then your rising sign is like the shading or something like that. That's a that's a metaphor that's a little obtuse. <laughs> I don't know. I could have it totally wrong. Too. It could be the reverse. I don't know. But I will say this: when I found that one piece out, I thought that was interesting because when I start a new job, I don't tend to be extroverted. People think I'm an introvert, which is totally hilarious. But the thing is, this is because like I'm trying to figure things out and trying to like categorize everything, right? My rising is Virgo, which as we'll get into, Virgos are very like organized, systematic kind of people. So I'm trying to get the lay of the land. But then once I'm comfortable, I become the very loud, obnoxious person that everybody knows and loves. Well, and it's kind of funny because when I get into a new situation, it doesn't really matter if it's work or whatever. My tendency is to be like, wow, hello, hi, you, you're my person, you're my person, Mm -hmm. let's be people together. And my rising is Aries, which is that kind of obnoxious, fiery fire sign. And my sun sign is Pisces, which is much more like introverted. (laughs) And so people are like, you're such an extrovert. And I'm like, (laughs) no, no. 
So really, basically, it's good for us to work together because we really do balance it. Like one one can be extrovert and the other can be introverted at the right times. That's right. <laughs> There's always an extrovert and always an introvert. This is perfect. <laughs> Yes. So that's basically, that's the idea about your sun and your rising. They represent different aspects of yourself. And that's the thing when you dig into your chart, each one of them is going to represent a different aspect of your personality or of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's also the moon is one thing that we touched upon as well. The moon I've heard like really represents your relationship with your body. Oh, that is not at all what I've heard. That's fascinating. I see. Astrology, you gotta love it. (laughs) I had heard that like your moon is sort of your secret personality, the part of yourself that only you know or only your really, really close friends know. Yeah. In case we haven't mentioned it yet, we are not professional astrologers. We are not at all. (laughs) We're dabblers. But I guess to steal Rosalie's kind of analogy from earlier, it's one way to think about it is it's like you're a portrait. And you're made out of a lot of different colors, a lot of different brush strokes, and the different planets and their places um, just provide different depths and angles of colors. That's why it's important to go and get your chart done or learn learn more about what your chart looks like so you can really understand how all of those things to come together for your personality. Okay, but I just have to say, aren't you the one who said that that analogy wasn't very good? Yes, <laughs> but I fixed it. <laughs> I fixed the analogy. (laughs) Okay, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) So, but anyway, so in this uh, this episode, we're going to be talking primarily about your sun sign. So that's kind of your overarching. Yeah. Another thing that we're going to mention a little bit are the elements associated with the signs. And... We wanted to just make sure that we said something about them so that people knew what we were talking about. Yes. So we we talk, I don't know, did we talk about the elements in the magic episode? I don't think we did. Oh, well, damn it. <laughs> They're really important. <laughs> there are four elements that are used a lot in the magical world and astrology and paganism and it's earth air fire and water yeah and even in the humors that used to be part of the medical right yeah yeah it's it's all over the place now one thing to bear in mind is that is a very western concept of elements so yeah you get the idea that we tend to focus on these elements that are around us in the world jillian why don't you tell us about fire yes so In astrology terms, every element has three signs that are associated with it, and they have certain temperaments associated with it. So fire, that is Aries, Sagittarius, and Leo. And those are like the, fire is like the extroverted energy. It's very outgoing. It's very loud. It's very like, look at me. That's fire. (laughs) So on the opposite side of that is water. And Rosalie, why don't you tell us about water? I will. So the three water signs are Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio. Mm -hmm. And water is very much about emotions. Mm -hmm. And so these three signs are the very emotional signs. They're typically very in touch with their feelings. Mm -hmm. And they're a bit more introverted, too. They're more introverted signs. They can be, for sure. They can be. And why don't you also tell us about Earth? Earth. That is your very grounded signs. So that would be Taurus, 
that's Capricorn and that's Virgo. They're going to be very much connected with more like nurturing with the here and now with physical reality and the physical world. They're just grounded, solid people. Right. And then you have air. Air. And that's Aquarius, Gemini, and... Libra. Libra, thank you. Mm -hmm. And those are in their heads a lot. So air is kind of the thinking and imagination element. So it's more thoughts. Uh, Communication is also a really big Mm -hmm. piece for those elements. Exactly. Or for those signs. So it's kind of interesting. You'll see that those elements get repeated in other areas too. You see them in tarot, in the suits. You see them in magic. You see, you know, you'll see this all over the place. But also Mm -hmm. you'll find too with astrology, different elements tend to play better together. So like fire tends to get along really well with each other. But because it's so much fire, there can sometimes be some clashes. It can be a little bit too much. Whereas like fire and air, air feeds fire. So air Mm -hmm. and fire signs tend to go along pretty well. But water puts out fire. So therefore tends to not necessarily work as well. But not all the time. Well, I mean, obviously, because you're a fire and I'm a water. Exactly. We get along great. That's why it's important to realize that you are not just your sun sign. There's a mm-hmm. lot of different stuff going on. So so there you go. You can't take everything astrology says as the end all be all. No. I mean, you can, but why would you? Why would you? It's just kind of the overall idea. All right. So, but let's talk about the sun signs because sometimes people know a little bit about theirs, but they might not know about the all. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to just kind of run through the 12 different signs and just say what we think or what we know. And but again, by no means are we experts. This is just the Rosalie and Jillian flavor of the month <laughs> for each astrology sign. So Aries. The first they're bossy, they're loud, they're leaders, they're fiery. I have a lot to say because I'm an Aries. Um, I don't have very much to say about a lot of them, but I have a lot to say about my own. <laughs> I have a lot to say about some and very little to say about others. So hopefully yes. they well, overlap. Hopefully they overlap. What do you have to say about Aries? I mean, I feel like you pretty much covered it, but I'm also just going to say action takers mm-hmm. is the big thing. Just always leaders and action takers yes okay next taurus stubborn bullheaded (laughs) grounded grounded (laughs) physical very physical oriented very nurturing oh okay that's not how i see them but sure why not you know that's here's the thing my father is a taurus and he's like all of the negative traits of taurus and none of the positive traits but I know some of the positive traits because I'm like, no, that's not my dad, <laughs> including nurturing. Okay. But it's an earth, it's an earth sign and earth is a very nurturing sign. Very or, true. Or nurturing element. Okay. <laughs> What's the next one? Gemini? Yes. Gemini. Yes. So Jillian, Gemini, go. Gemini. The Gemini people have two sides to them and they're also communicators. They're talkative. They're a lot of fun. I love Geminis, but apparently they're also dishonest. You know, I'm not a fan of Geminis. <laughs> I love me some Geminis. Yeah. And, you know, I say that I have Gemini friends and it's all of this is a very broad generalization. Absolutely. And so when I say I don't like Geminis, if I'm your friend and you're a Gemini, I actually like you. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas see, for me, when I meet somebody and they're like, I'm in Gemini, I'm like, we're going to get along <laughs> Right. And if I meet somebody and they're like, I'm a Gemini, I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yes. 
Okay, cancer. Emotional. Homebodies. Very easily wounded. Hmm. Yeah, moody. Yes. Difficult to get to know and to open up to you. Mm, yes. Also nurturing. Yes, very nurturing. Or kind of mothery. Once they accept you as like someone that they feel that they can trust, they are some of the best people that mm. you will ever know. I like it. Okay. Leo. Leo. Leos. They are all about them in a different <laughs> way than Aries are. Aries are all about them in like an action way. Leo is all about like, pay attention to me and give me like adoration. Um, Mm -hmm. But they're a lot of fun. My mom was a Leo and just very fiery, very energetic, very, but they're very into like how they are being portrayed in the world. Yes. They like to be the life of the party. Mm -hmm. And you see a lot of them getting into the performing arts, Mm -hmm. exhibitionists, Uh, (laughs) you know, they, they just want the world to see them. And so they're usually very gregarious and a lot of fun. Yes. But sometimes they can be a little hard to pin down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Virgo. Oh, sweet, sweet Virgos. They are organized. Very organized. are meticulous. They are very grounded. Structured. Very practical. Yes. They can be a little judgmental. A little judgmental. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes a lot judgmental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just solid people. They're the good friends. They're my good friends. Mm. Most of my most of my very close friends are Virgos. Yeah, my best friend. One of my best friends is Virgos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Libra. They're balanced. They're very much about beauty around them. They're very creative. Yeah, they're the, I would say, the most elegant of the signs. They're very focused on aesthetics. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I know about them. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a lot of Libras that I was close to in my life. Okay. Scorpio. That's the sex sign. <laughs> Well, the other thing about Scorpios, they are very prone to holding on to grudges. Mm-hmm. They can be a bit vindictive. Yes. They've got that stinger and they will fight you. Yes. So you don't want to cross a Scorpio. You might have some crazy good sex, but maybe mm-hmm. let them dump you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Scorpio is November. Sagittarius. They like archery. (laughs) Yeah, they're all about archery. If you see somebody walking around with a bow and arrow, you're like, Sagittarius. (laughs) I honestly know next to nothing about Sagittarius, which is ridiculous because my mother is one. (laughs) Yeah, I actually don't know that much either. I know that they're fire signs as well, which means they're also very outgoing typically. And the one thing I know that I've heard is that they're also very into travel. Yes, that is the other thing that I know about Sagittarius is. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sagittarius people. You're going to have to write us and tell us what we got wrong. Yeah, if you're a Sagittarius, please write in. We like you. I like you. I'm a fire sign. I like you. <laughs> I have no problem with you. I just don't have much of an opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's once we get into winter that I start like not knowing a lot of the signs as much because I'm like hiding. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Capricorn. They are an earth sign. They are grounded. 
And I don't know very many Capricorns because I do not think that goes well with Aries. <laughs> Capricorns are your hard workers who are interested mm. in prestige, not just like I'm going to work hard because I want to accomplish this, but I want to work hard so that people praise me and award okay. me with things and give me money. Okay. And there, I'm sure there are other things, but really the only Capricorn I've had a lot of interaction with, I guess a couple of them, but... They were dudes who either wanted to get in my pants or were in my pants. Mm. So not the best experiences. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. They were in your <laughs> pants and it wasn't the best experience. Yeah. Well. well, speaking of somebody that's been in my pants is Aquarius. Yes, Aquarius. Aquarius. It's an air sign. They're very intelligent. They're very, mm. very witty. They're also kind of judgmental. Mm. But they're also idealistic. Mm -hmm. They're very like in their mind, their thoughts. They are just lofty mm -hmm. is kind of how I think of them. And I'm friends with a lot of Aquariuses. I like Aquariuses. I get them. And Pisces. 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 The thing I know about Pisces is they're also kind of very spiritual, very intuitive. Yes. You can say a lot more because you're a Pisces. Yeah. So Pisces is a water sign. Like Jillian was saying, very spiritual, very intuitive. But Pisces have a lot of trouble staying grounded and staying practical in reality. Mm. They have a tendency to live in their fantasies and really try to avoid uh, uh, avoid conflict and the other thing about them is that they're very, 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 very compassionate. Mm. So, yeah, that's yeah. – I mean, I could go on for days, just like you yeah. could about Aries, Aries, so I won't. <laughs> you know, the thing I think that it's interesting is that Aries starts the astrological year. It always starts with Aries, and that's why they want to be first. <laughs> so it's interesting to me that I am the first sign and you are the last sign. I am the alpha and you are the omega. Omega's better. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, my rising sign is Aries. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, my um, rising sign is Virgo. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean for you? So for me, I like to say this is that like, it makes me the perfect project manager. Because Aries, <laughs> I'm action oriented. Virgo, I'm organized. It's like, I make it happen. But I make sure that all the details are taken care of. <laughs> So that's kind of the high level about this overview of the sun signs. There's a lot more about each one of them. I hope we didn't hurt your feelings from what we said about different things. But they're just kind of general things, assumptions about different signs. Yeah. And, and one thing that I will add is that there's positives and negatives to every single sign. Absolutely. So if we talk about the positives, it's because we're we're more predisposed to like that sign and if we focus on the negatives it's because we're more predisposed <laughs> to not liking that sign because of life experiences yeah or even our own sign ourselves yeah. right yeah and some people are just in the toxic side of their sign and some people are in the positive and some are balanced and some have nothing to do with it almost because of the rest of their charts yeah some people are an enigma so I remember when I first learned about astrology, I was like, I don't know, probably six years old. And I had gotten a chart, I think, about which signs were compatible because you've got like some signs are better with other signs. And so I remember looking it up and finding out my mom was a Leo and my dad was a Scorpio. And those two signs did not get along. 
Yeah, that sounds like a really bad idea. And so I was like, this is why my parents got divorced. Like I was decided like, this is why. There was no other reason. It was because they were the wrong astrological signs. And so I was like, from now on, every man I'm going to date, I will be asking him, what is your astrological sign? I, ha- I was going to have a list of questions. That one, did you smoke? Because then no. And do you like camping? Because they had to like camping. Um, that was my like my rule as a child. Right. They had right. to be compatible with me because I wasn't going to get divorced like my parents because I picked <laughs> the wrong sign. <laughs> so I think that that really brings up the fact that people genuinely want to know about astrology with regards to relationships. Absolutely. That is a huge topic. And it's a like there's books about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can like go online and you can find astrologers, astrologers who will do compatibility charts with you mm-hmm. and somebody else. And that's just this huge thing that people really are passionate about and curious about. Yeah. And I have to say, when I was younger, I was like, astrology is bullshit. It's just some stupid thing. And I like, you know, I'm going to read my horoscope in Seventeen magazine. But I don't believe it. It's total bullshit. Mm -hmm. And then I started dating and I didn't start paying attention to science until I was a little older. But man, Jillian, there are some signs that I will never date again. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Gemini is probably one of them or those Capricorns. I've never dated a Gemini and I don't think I want to. No, the the big ones for me are Cancers and Capricorns. The rest of the signs I'm fine with. But before I got married to my husband, who is also a Pisces, which is a very dangerous combination, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, try two Aries together. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Also a terrible combination. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The only reason my husband and I work at all is because my moon is in Virgo, so I ground us. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, so the three men that I dated prior to dating my husband were all cancers. And they were like, oh, I need all the love and I need all the affection and just give me snuggles and give me everything. But then when I would ask for something from them, they would clam up or crab up, I guess, where it was like, oh, no, Mm. I'm not letting you pass this shell of mine. And so it was really interesting to just have this weird dichotomy where I felt like, oh, my gosh, we're we're in this like really loving relationship. But then they would just close right off Mm, as mm. soon as things got even remotely difficult and I needed support. Mm. And I think that that's like I was talking about. I think that that's a toxic version of cancer. Mm. But that was that was my experience with that. And then with Capricorns. There's one in particular when I was in grad school, we we were friends and I had a huge crush on him and he started to act like he had a crush on me and we started flirting and then we went on a date and then we did it in his really awkward bedroom <laughs> where okay <laughs> it was covered. Now, mind you, I was like in my early 30s at this point. It was covered in psychedelic mushroom posters oh and he insisted upon having sex with the black light on oh did he paint you with <laughs> golden dark paints thank the gods no <laughs> <laughs> but like i could see every fleck of dust like, oh no what? and anyway so we had sex it was mediocre at best Got and it. then 
the next day when we saw each other in school, I was like, hey. And he's like, oh. And he ran away. He ran away from me. Oh, no. (laughs) And his reason, like, later, I was like, we need to talk. And he was like, yeah, it's just that, you know, I'm I'm really – wanting to work really hard and he was doing this this dual program or triple program really and getting like a doctorate and a master's degree and a certificate all at the same time and he was like just it's just that my education and making sure that I do well in all of my classes and all this it's just so important to me and I really don't want to lose your friendship but I I just can't and I was like well you lost my friendship yeah when you ran away from me like what (laughs) yeah um I just sat at this table with all of my girlfriends being like yeah we did it last night yeah and then they're they're all like look he's here and then he ran away I mean I don't know maybe he ran away because they were like he's here (laughs) (laughs) you should have said you can take your glow-in-the-dark dick (laughs) somebody else I really like that imagery right now. Oh, man. Blacklight gave me the worst headache, too. Well, and doesn't it, like, make the sperm show up then, too? Like, the ejaculate? So, in theory, it does. The reality is we were safe and we used a condom and I didn't look at it afterwards. (laughs) Then you missed out all of the fun. I wanted it to be like a glow-in-the-dark fountain in the air. I really didn't. <laughs> I'm sure that there are people for whom that is like the best time, but I am not one of them. Leos. It would be Leos. <laughs> yes, I was just going to say that. Leos and maybe Leos. some Scorpios. <laughs> oh, yeah. Scorpios are for everything. <laughs> They're down with it. That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of sexy astrology stuff. Oh, my mother. She... <laughs> remember she got divorced when I was five so she was in her she told me when she turned 40 she said she her 40s were the best because she had a lot of sex huh well oh yes and she did (laughs) and I know this well I don't know this because of this but certainly it adds up because I remember as a child finding a book because I was Snoopy and it was called (laughs) sexual astrology Oh, yes. And it was written in the 1970s. So it was the best because it was like weird. It was like 1970s weird stuff. But I would take it into school and show my friends. And I'd be like, oh, you're a you're a Taurus. Well, let me look you up and let me know. what you, <laughs> Let me tell you what your kink is. Because I did. I talked about everybody's kink. Like, for example, Tor. And it's also I don't think it's true at all. But like Tor. And it was very 70s kink stuff. It was like Taurus <laughs> likes to like have uh, stuff that's like a handkerchief that smells doused in the sweat of a woman because he <laughs> likes the primal smell. <laughs> there were like anal beads. Oh, I was wondering which sign likes to have stuff put up their butt the most. Libra. I think it's Libra. Interesting. I okay. think it's Libra. Um, Aries <laughs> is supposed to be like scratching the bat. Like you're going to have battle marks all over your... That is not how I have sex, by the way. Maybe you should try it. That's not me. You better like trim her nails before you have sex with an Aries woman. <laughs> but I did learn a lot about astrological science because it was it was an interesting read. What What was the Pisces kink? I don't remember all of them. Ugh, Jillian. I'm sorry. I wish I still had the book. It, sexual astrology. That's my story about my mom's astrological sexual book. 
So do you have any other super fun stories about astrology? I don't know if it's super fun, but it was like one of those moments that I was like, huh, this is interesting because I don't always like I'm I like astrology and I believe in it. And I also think it's bullshit at the same time. Same At the yes. same time, I like I'm in it and I'm like, this is total bullshit. And I love it. And I think it's true. So <laughs> I'm very confused. Yes, but same, hard same. One of those moments where I was like, this is a little eerie, was when I worked at the um, Washington State Bar Association. So lawyers, right? Legal, legal world. Mm-hmm. And this one floor, which was a very like legal department, was having a little like open house. And each one of them put a little about them and they put their astrological sign. And over and over, they were all earth signs. They were all <laughs> earth signs. And I'm like, this is weird. It's like, it was statistically impro- improbable that they were almost <laughs> all earth signs. And I'm like, no wonder I don't like this place. because <laughs> I'm too much for all of you people. And I really was too much for all of them. Except for my <laughs> HR people, they got me. But <laughs> those lawyers were like, you need to calm yourself down. It's funny how you talk about you believe it and you don't believe it at the same time because mm-hmm. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. My husband, who is agnostic and he's woo curious, he's not deep into the woo like we are. Mm-hmm. He's never put any stock in astrology whatsoever. But we have a child together yes. and he is a Virgo with his Leo rising. Oh. And this kid, since he was little, he's been this very outgoing look at me look at me kid and he likes to be the center of attention and i know that that's true of a lot of kids but it's also not true of a lot of kids true and then he also has this very meticulous and very organized manner about himself and he doesn't like to get his hands dirty with food or paint so like his Mm. best friend that he's in a nanny share with is like give me the paint and gets like stuff all over the place and my son is like oh, my hands are dirty. Can you clean them off? I mean, we have to keep a roll of paper towels at the kitchen table so that we can just wipe his hands off like every five minutes. (laughs) He just has this very meticulous, this is how things need to be. And this is how I want them. And also, look at me, look at me, look at me thing going on. (laughs) (laughs) And so my husband, he said, I've never believed in astrology until our son was born. And now I'm convinced. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Because he gets these traits that have nothing to do with us. I will tell you, I did the charts for my niece and my nephew. And damn it if they don't both match them so much. Like my nephew, his chart, I think he's a I think he's also a Virgo and he was also he'd like to clean up after himself, which was weird as a child. Yeah. And um, yeah, even his astrology chart was like, oh, yeah, he'd make a great lawyer. And what is he talking about being right now? A lawyer. A lawyer. Mm hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Same with my my friend Hannah, her two children. I was like, her daughter's a Sagittarius. It's like, she's going to be a little extrovert. And oh, my goodness, she's the cutest <laughs> little extrovert you've ever met. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I know it's like it's bullshit, but there's also something to it. Yeah, I don't get it. it the problem with it is that I cannot make my rational brain make sense of it. Well, and here's the thing, like when it was created, it was under this idea that 
the earth was the center of the universe and these external mm-hmm. things, right? But really, they're all moving about all these planets and it's not about earth. Right. The only thing that I can like think of, because I've tried to like come up with some reason because it doesn't make any sense to me, mm-hmm. is that maybe there are some energies that happen that kind of imprint upon the person at the time of like some celestial energies. And then there's also I also have this belief too. And I think I've said it in another episode, I believe the more we believe in something, the more it we cause it to exist. Yes. And so that somehow but just by the very it's so many people believing in astrology actually creates it as a reality. That's my other theory. Well, and it's so ancient that mm-hmm. it makes sense that the, it's not just our generation of people believing in something. It's generation after generation mm-hmm. after generation. Exactly. And with some cultures really believing in it. Oh, yeah. From from ancient times to now. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I think that's valid. I still don't get it, but it's valid. Maybe what we should do is jump to our questions. Sure. We got a lot of questions. So just so you know, if you're not following us on Instagram or Facebook, do. Because what we do is we send out a little teaser ahead of time to say what the next topic's going to be and get your questions so that we can answer them. And we got a lot of questions (laughs) for astrology. Y'all want to know stuff. So one of the questions that came out is what about astrology first made you think it was legit and not a bunch of BS? Oh. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I still think it's BS. Yeah. And I think it's legit. I will tell you, the more I learn about myself, the more I'm like, yeah, that's very much me. I think that's yeah. what convinces me is just like, wow, that's really got me nailed. I think for me, it was going beyond the sun sign mm-hmm. and being curious because somebody was like, you know, it's not just your sun sign even though I am very Pisces, but there's more to it. And so looking into it and it's like, oh, I get it. My moon is in Virgo. My rising is Aries. Mm-hmm. My Mercury is in Aquarius and this and that and the other thing. And it's like, okay, once I start to look at the whole picture, it all becomes much more clear to me why I am the way that I am through astrology. And at the same time, it's like, oh, but my my life, my personality, it's not dictated by the time that I was born. If I was born 30 minutes later and the rising sign was different, how would I be a different person? I don't know that I would be. Maybe you would be. But maybe I would be. The thing that I have read in my reincarnation stuff, the hope we plan our life before we are born thing is that we actually pick the time that we are born because of the influence that we'll have and who creates this dynamic person that we want to be. In that case, how do cesarean sections fit into it? It's all like it's all magical. (laughs) (laughs) It's all magical. Great. Okay. That's all I needed. That's all you need. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're Uh, welcome. (laughs) That's the very scientific answer. Yeah. We don't know. Mm -mm. Okay, and along those lines, what is a good way to explain astrology to a person who thinks it is bullshit? I would say, I don't fucking care if you think it's bullshit or not. Yeah, it's like, well, that's fine. No, actually, what I would say is like, you know what, if you looked into your chart and read all about it, you might find out that there are a lot of different pieces that you're just not seeing. You know, I think if somebody was adamant about it being bullshit, I'd just be like, cool. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
I'm not interested in changing anybody's mind about astrology. Mm -mm. It's not my passion. It's not my career. It's just something where it's like when I meet somebody who's into astrology and we have that moment where our eyes meet and the stars align, it's great. That happened with our creative producer, Rachel, when we realized that we both liked astrology. We were like, yes, (laughs) this is amazing. But I wasn't about to try to convince the douchey IT guy in our department (laughs) that astrology (laughs) is real. He was a Gemini, by the way. Oh, that's why you think he's douchey. No, he was douchey. (laughs) Okay. Poor douchey guy. He needs to find his own. He needs to see where his Uranus is. That's not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a thing, but I want it to be. It's a thing now. (laughs) It's Jillian's thing. Where's Uranus? Where's Uranus? (laughs) (laughs) Because nobody has ever made that joke before in the history of astrology. It's totally new novel and brilliant. It's a brilliant joke that I just made. I'm going to jump around a little bit. Why are so many of my close friends born within a few days of each other? Welcome to my world. Does this happen (laughs) to you as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So I would say that the majority of my friends fall into three signs, which are Aquarius, Pisces, and Virgo. And as to why, I think that there's like, I feel like I get along really well with Aquarians because my Mercury or my communication form is an Aquarius. And so we have something like we banter really well together and can just meet on that intellectual place and that idealistic place. And then with Pisces, because we're super woo and we're we're flowy and sensitive. I get along with a lot of Pisces. And because my moon is in Virgo, I think that I get along with Virgos really well because we're all grounded and like we get each other on a certain level. See, I have a totally different answer. Great. What's your answer? It's not an astrology answer. It goes back to my reincarnation beliefs because I have that too. We have a cluster that's all born within like a week of each other and then another cluster that's all born within like a week of each other. And I think it's because we're all partying on the other side and it's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> now let's go. Let's go. Okay, let's go. And the, But we don't want to leave anybody behind. So we all jumped in at the same time. Well, that's really interesting because for me, I don't necessarily think that all my soul peeps are in that same category like you you're like one Mm -hmm. of my soul peeps right and my friend ella is one of my soul peeps and she's an aquarius but i don't think that it's just the people that are my soulmates who i have Mm -hmm. that with it's the people that i encounter who i become really good friends with over time right so virgos in particular it's like so many Virgos in my life where August comes around between August and September. It's like birthday, 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 Mm. birthday, birthday. And it's overwhelming. (laughs) Yes. Although I do believe I read somewhere and this is not fact checked. So sorry that Virgo is the most plentiful sign. (laughs) Oh. That, there, that there are more Virgos than any other sign. That's interesting. What's happening nine months ahead of there? Thanksgiving. That- <laughs> That's when all the fucking happens after that turkey dinner. <laughs> no. <laughs> Holiday stress. <laughs> Holiday it's, stress fucking. It's dark and there's nothing else to do. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. Don't have an answer for that one. Here's a good question. I am a Pisces, but I have been told many times that I don't seem like a Pisces. What does that mean? I mean, and insert like whatever sign in there that you yeah. like. 
I mean, what it means is that you don't fit the classic picture of what that sign represents or is or how they behave. And that's fine. We've talked about this already, that there's so much going on in your astrological chart that if you're like, well, I don't I don't act like a Pisces, even though that's my sun sign. If literally the rest of your chart is all over the place in things like Virgo, which is the opposing sign of Pisces and, you know, fire signs and fire and water kind of cancel each other out sometimes, you know, you just kind of get different things from different areas. And if you have a lot going on in your chart, it could easily cancel out the the personality traits of your sun sign. I learned something this week. I am so excited to share this. I didn't know this as much as I'm into all of this stuff. I did not know this at all. And I think this is a really good tidbit for this question. Tell us, please. So I went, so Chani Nicholas is a great astrologer and we're definitely going to be linking to her book. Yes, she's my favorite. She's fantastic. Well, she did a workshop that I attended this week. And she talked about something called day charts and night charts. And it makes so much sense. And it's just like, oh, Um, so if you are born during the daytime, you're going to have more of an impact uh, by your sun sign. But if you're born at nighttime, you're going to be more impacted by your moon sign because that is the celestial body when you were born. That makes so much sense. It does not make so much sense. So, okay. Now, maybe she didn't get into this in the workshop, but I have a couple of questions. Okay. One is, are we talking about sunrise to sunset as the day and sunset to sunrise as night? Yes, because she actually talked to you about finding on your chart specifically, it had to be where the horizon line was. Okay. And then my other question is, there are some times when the moon is in the sky during the day, but not at night. How does that affect things? It's still during the night, the, the moon is the primal source of light. It's the ruler of the night. So I don't know. Okay. She didn't talk about that, but that's, I mean, that's what I'm going to come up with. That's the answer. I'm <laughs> I like it. Cool. I love it. Yeah. I'm going with it. I believe you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. So that's the day and the night little story. So that could also be why, you know, somebody is a Pisces, but maybe they were born at nighttime. And actually, for this person, I did ask him, he was born at 530 in the morning. So he might be more like his moon sign. Did you find out what his moon sign was? No, I didn't. But somebody else, a friend of mine, who is a Taurus, who is the one that submitted this question? Taurus, great sign or greatest sign? Um, I'm going to have to go with no. With false. That. Yeah, false. Not, not true. False. Sorry, Morty. I love yeah, you. Sorry, Morty. But, uh-huh. So um, <laughs> I dare you to meet my father and then ask that question. So but here's the thing. So he was like, he's a Taurus. And for me, he is like, not a Taurus. I'm like, Morty, he's probably like an air sign. He's probably like an Aquarius or something yep. like that. Because he is like a dreamy, idealistic fun kind of a guy which is not how I see Taurus at all so it's like 
He's also very gregarious. Yes, very gregarious. He's this great personality, not anything like I would imagine a Taurus at all. So I was just like, okay, tell me when you were born. And and sure enough, he was born at nine. And I'm like, that's why you're not like a Taurus because you're born at nighttime. And then I found out that his moon is in Taurus. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> What's his rising? <laughs> his rising, I think, is Aquarius. So there oh, you there go. Oh, there you go. There you go. But he has like two Taurus. Like he's full of bullshit is really, I think, maybe what it is. <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> that might be it. I mean, that seems more like a Gemini feature to me, but... <laughs> I think he likes the Geminis, too. That's what I'm going to say. So the next question, Jillian, is do pets have signs and match their sign characteristics? I think that's an interesting question. I think... Well, here's the thing. So, like, let's take cats, because I have cats. That's what I know about cats. Cats are born in, like, seasons. It's like kitten season. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, my first thought is like, well, maybe not because, right? Like, hmm. but then I also thought like, ooh, but you know what? A lot of them are born during the Aries season. And if one thing we know about cats, mm. they're like, I'm going to do the fuck I want to do and fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah. that is kind of Aries. Uh, you know, I really can't answer that question because the only pets that I've had as an adult were cats that were adopted and nobody even knew the month exactly what that they were born it was like mm-hmm. well they're maybe they're born we don't know uh so i've never known their birthdays well i have and i can still say even though i had two cats that were born on an exactly the same day they had very different personalities and it can't say just because they were born a couple minutes apart from each other that that made a huge difference in their personality well i mean but that happens with humans all the time I don't know. This is why astrology is bullshit. Right? I mean, okay. So I think that what we can safely say is that we don't know. But based on our limited knowledge of cats and cat birthdays, it's bullshit <laughs> for cats. That's what we're going to say. If you know better, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, if, you're, if you're a cat astrologer. Yeah. Or even a dog astrologer. We would we take wanna that We want to hear too. about it. We want to hear about it. I want to yes. I want to read that book. Yeah. Also, if you are a pet astrologer, let us know because we might have you as a guest. That would be fascinating. I want to hear all about it. I want to know all about it. Yeah. Cat, dog astrologers, give us a call. Well, an email. An email. An email because yeah. don't call us. I, we yeah. If you fucking call, no. <laughs> <laughs> Slip into our DMs. <laughs> <laughs> See, it just sounds dirty. It always sounds dirty. I tell you that. Yeah, Slide into dirty. my DM. Mm. Down modder. I don't know. I wanted to come up with something, but it didn't come out. No, I failed. My down muff. <laughs> what? <laughs> Your dirty muffin. My dirty muffin. <laughs> Slip into my dirty muffin. That's gross. <laughs> Oh, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard. You said it. You didn't hear it. You said it. Yeah, but you. you I repeated it. You, you came out of you your said, mouth first. You said the whole phrase, like dirty muffin. It's like, okay, but then when you say slip into my dirty muffin, it's like, ugh. Heebie <laughs> jeebies. I hate it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. Now we've talked about our listener questions. And oh, let's talk about body stuff. 
Let's talk about body stuff. Since we talked about our dirty muffins. I have never claimed to have a dirty muffin. <laughs> I think I have a dirty muffin right now. <laughs> you have a dirty mouth. I always have a dirty mouth. <laughs> Me too. No, but I thought it might be fun to go through the different signs and talk about which body part is associated with them. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. This is what I learned from my mother's sexual astrology book. This is all I remember. But I would tell it to all my friends. Mm -hmm. What's interesting, I've heard some of these and I remember two of them. So when we get to the two that I remember, I'll see if mine match yours. Perfect. And we're going to start with Aries and it is the head. So the idea is that this is an area that you liked to be touched or you do not like to be touched. Mm. And I do like to be touched on my head. On my head, head. Not I don't have a penis. So it doesn't mean that head. <laughs> your cranium. Your cranium. So next is Taurus, and that's going to be the neck. Okay. And then after Taurus is Gemini. That's your arms. And I, even one of my Gemini friends got the nickname arms. Maybe because of that. Maybe because she had long arms. <laughs> <laughs> that was her nickname was the arms. Okay. Yes, arms. Great. Arms. <laughs> I'm glad that I didn't get the nickname head. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> hey, head. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that one. Okay. Next after Gemini is Cancer. Cancer. Boobies. That's the boobies. <laughs> oh, that makes so much Doesn't sense. Doesn't that make sense? Maternal. That's like the maternal mommy mm -hmm. sign. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boobies. And the person that we knew in high school had big gazungas. I mean, I have huge gazungas as you call them oh, yeah that doesn't have anything yes yeah, true and and i'm not a cancer it's not all cancers have big boobies i mean i don't know i haven't done an extensive search or like done a research project to find out like what is the average boob size mm. of a cancer yeah i don't know that's an interesting topic okay so then we have after cancer we go into leo leo is the stomach back. oh back okay leo is the back leo is the back that's not the one that I knew, by the way. I was just guessing. You were just wanting to participate. Okay. <laughs> and then after Leo is Virgo, and Virgo is the stomach. Oh, that explains why so many Virgos love to cook. Mmm. Yes. Yeah. There and or eat. Mmm. The belly. Okay. Moving on from Virgo, we have Libra. It's the butt. <laughs> it's the butt. That's why I said they're they're the ones that like the butt sex is because their uh, air is the butt. I don't right. know if they actually like butt oriented sex. Or Let me know. Like, hey, if you're a Libra and you're like, I am into butt sex, or if you're like, don't touch my butt, let us know. We want to know. <laughs> we actually don't want to know, but we'll hear it anyway. Um, okay. And then after Libras, Scorpios, right? Yes. We all know what Scorpios is. Okay, can I can I say this one? Because I you think can, I know. You can say this one. Everything. No. Oh, that's what. That's the what. That's what. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad that I've crushed your dreams. It's the genitals, isn't it? It's the it's genitals. The, it's the genitals. They're the sex sign. They're all about their genitals. Okay, moving on after Scorpio Sagittarius. Yes thighs cool mm -hmm. i'm just such i'm like thighs i'm like okay whatever that's a people, weird body some part people are into thighs. <laughs> i some, know <laughs> i knew a guy that liked 
when I, he had a thing for girls soccer who had soccer thighs. He probably was. Mm hmm. I'll have to find out. Sagittarius. It's probably a Sagittarius. After Sagittarius, Capricorn knees. That's even weirder than thighs. This is why I don't know Capricorns. It's because they're knee people. Yeah, like my knees. That's probably why I didn't work out with that Capricorn because my knees aren't sexy. I don't want to hang out with people that are into knees. <laughs> I mean, I I don't care. I'm not going to yuck somebody's yum. If your thing is knees, more power to oh, you. Oh, do it. I just don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> Do knees to your heart's content, but you just go next door. You can come over to my house. Uh, go, go over to the Pisces. She'll take your out. knees. <laughs> we can just hang out. Just don't touch my knees, okay? <laughs> she doesn't have great knees. We've learned out because that's why it didn't work out with the Capricorns. <laughs> Aquarius, that is the calves. I get that more. Mm. Because like soccer calves soccer calves i cycling calves oh i tell you i do love like that's one of the things i like about cycling is watching people pass me and just looking at their calves and i'm just like <laughs> I, you go you go with those calves i like it <laughs> finally it's my dear pisces feet feet correct feet feet so you're gonna learn a little something about me oh and a little bit about some fun neuroanatomy. Okay. So in your brain, your skin nerves are all kind of mapped out in the shape of a human body, essentially. Yes. And the one area that's really weird is that the genitals are next to the feet. Oh. In your brain map. Okay. And some people have a oh. weird wire crossed. Yes. That's where they have feet fetish. Well, it's not, it doesn't have to be a fetish. It doesn't have to be a fetish. Right? But where their feet, if that, their feet are stimulated in a certain way, it actually triggers the same area as the genitals and it can cause some interesting, fun things. I am one of those people. That's really funny that you say that. <laughs> I mean, for many reasons, honestly. <laughs> but you just made me. So the first time I ever made out with the boy, I almost had an orgasm. Because he was rubbing your feet? No, no, but remember, oh. mine was the head. <gasps> because he was rubbing your head. I, he was putting his tongue in my head. <laughs> <laughs> he was making out with me. Huh. Maybe that's a thing. You'll have to let us know. Do you, I, Capricorn, and now I'm really interested if those knees really do it for you. <laughs> it's so good for you. We do want to talk about where to get your chart. Yes. We want to go to the listener stuff. Yeah. We want to talk about some listener things. What can you do to learn more about astrology? Yes. Chani Nicholas that I mentioned before, she actually has a tool on her website that you can put in your chart and get kind of a basic like where everything is that the circle with all of the things on it, all of the <laughs> symbols, and a little brief synopsis about each one of them. And I want to share something with you, Rosalie, because I think you're going to find this interesting. Okay. Listen to this. This is mine. I pulled mine up. My ascendant ruler, which is the direction your life is steered, is Mercury, which is how I communicate in Taurus, grounded and stabilizing, earthy, earthy, in the ninth house of travel, education, publishing, religion, astrology. 
So what? like spirituality. Yes. So so <laughs> you see, when you take that all together, my light direction is about communicating in a grounded style about spirituality. Fuck yes. What is shit my soul says? Thank communicating you. Communicating about spiritual stuff in a grounded that's ah. astrology is bullshit ah. and it's not bullshit at the same time that's all i'm saying yes so go to channynicholas.com to find out what your chart says she also has an app that you can download and put stuff in as well and you can have some of it for free and some of it you can pay for and get more information because she's a human being and she needs to make money to feed herself yes please support artists and people whose work you appreciate yeah and also she's got a great book too that's called you were born for this where she just focuses on a few aspects of your chart and gives you that opportunity to start digging into learning how to read your chart which is when i was like oh this whole trying this and conjunction that is cray cray but she does it in a way that kind of allows you to walk through it and learn more about yourself and what your purpose is so it really focuses on on that yeah it's a really really good book mm-hmm. i cannot recommend it enough other things that you can do to kind of start to learn one of the things that i, I like so i started listening to the school of woo woo which is a fun little podcast we've mm-hmm. mentioned them before they're very astrology oriented they like talking about astrology they like harassing people in the bars about their astrology signs <laughs> they're all about it anyway so they take one sign in one of their podcasts podcast episodes and we'll actually dig through it and even talk about like what's your sex stuff and they'll like have somebody from that sign on there and ask them questions and they'll be like mm-hmm, yeah exactly gemini i know what you're up to <laughs> they haven't done aries though and they need to get on it ladies you need to get to aries because we are supposed to be first we're the first <laughs> sign yeah they definitely did that deliberately to fuck with all the aries out there they know they think that we're funny But they know we're a handful. We are a handful. There's no doubt about that. Um, So yeah, check out School of Boo Boo. They've got some great, fun little podcast tasty tidbits. Astro.com is a really good website where you can Google a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. You can also get a free chart there if you don't want to do it at Mm ChannyNicholas.com for whatever reason, because Astro is easier to spell, maybe. And Astro.com is very popular. Yeah, it's got a lot of information. And it saves your chart too, which I think Channy Nicholas doesn't necessarily on her website. So Astro, you can go back to and... It does if you are if you have her app though. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. For free. All right. So I think that we are ready to wrap things up. Let's with wrap it up. Our tarot reading. <laughs> or tarot reading. <laughs> because there are ghosts and everything. It's haunted tarot. tarot. <laughs> oh, yes. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I want you to go first. Okay. I used the Wild Unknown Tarot. You like that one. I do. It was also the one that I was that was easiest to find. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> My house is a complete mess right now. I am not a Virgo. So I pulled the Nine of Wands. Looks like a stairway to heaven. Yeah, it's a stairway to the moon. And the stairs are made out of wands, I guess. And it's really about you've been working hard and now you're getting close to the top and you're just too tired and you don't want to go on. But this is the time to persevere because your goal is so close. It's never been closer and just keep pushing forward. So that's kind of the general meaning of that card. I like it. It goes really well. I'm glad that you said it first because it does go really well with mine. I got, I read from the Psychic Tarot again 
Oracle deck, and I got partnership and alliances. And if you look at the card, it's actually a hand reaching out and grabbing and holding on to another hand. So when I think about your thing about like, you're almost there, somebody reaches out their hand to help you in the last (gasps) bit. Isn't that great? Yes. So what I'm going to say is... Say it. I... Well, you've ruined the moment. Thanks. <laughs> I was trying to be like, preach, girl. It's trying to be your backup. Preach. <laughs> Pull me up, Jillian. Pull me up. <laughs> you know, whatever struggle you're going through right now, no matter how difficult it seems, no matter how unattainable the goal feels, you've actually made a lot of progress. Mm-hmm. So one, take a break. Look back at all of the progress you've made. Two, move forward. And three, accept the help that is offered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look for the people around you in your life that are ready and willing to partner and alliance themselves with you. Yes. And I know for a lot of people, it's really hard to accept help from anybody. Yes. But it's also really helpful for me because I struggle with that to, to bear in mind that some people feel better about themselves and about their lives when they're helping other people. Yes. It's a way of being of service to other people when you're able to help them. And it makes you feel good about yourself when you can help other people. Yes. So if somebody can offer you a hand, if somebody offers you a hand to help you accomplish your goal, don't be like, no, but I did this all by myself and I don't want Mm -hmm. any help. Suck it up, buttercup, because you probably need help (laughs) yes and we're all in this together so let's kumbaya all the shit out of it okay (laughs) all right On that note, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to our show. Come and visit us at shitmysoulsayspodcast.com where you can sign up for our newsletter where we you'll get our episodes delivered right to your inbox as well as other little things that we're up to like our blog posts. And please check out our social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram right now. We're posting a shit ton lately. And of course, always, 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 we desperately appreciate everybody who subscribes, rates, and reviews. That is how other people see our podcast, and that's going to help us grow so that we can keep on doing this fun and wacky show. Okay. There we have it. There we have it. Do your woo. Do your woo. And let us know. What shit does your soul say? Yes, what shit does your soul say? Bye. Bye. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.